Here we go. Money talk. Here comes the money. Money, What is up, Smart Money Wrestling Podcast? Coming at you again today, Chris Lockman alongside AJ Jensen. And man, it's finally the day. It's the day. The day <laughs> is it's here. It's finally here. Actually, it happened. It, it yeah, already happened. Yeah. So let's get the uh, <clears throat> obligatory stuff out of the way here, really quick. Let's talk about our social media. You can always find us on Twitter at Smart Money, at KLock7, at AJens81. You can find us on Facebook, Smart Money Wrestling Podcast, as well as Instagram. Smart Money Wrestling Podcast. Pretty much everywhere. Yeah. Also, you can find all of our uh, other past interviews and episodes, everything over find on SoundCloud, Smart Money Wrestling Podcast. But man, I- I'm so I'm still I can still feel the energy. I still have goosebumps. Yeah. Um. You know, we've 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 talked about this for weeks now, and and. The anticipation, and we, and we actually did it. We sat down uh, with Rob Van Dam and Katie Forbes, and just had an I thought it was an amazing interview with them. So much fun, such incredible people, uh, such great energy. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I definitely I, I wasn't sure what to expect. You know, obviously you don't want to mark out, you don't want to fanboy too hard, but it. I think as the interview kind of went on, I was nervous at first, yeah. but like after I got that first question out, and just the way him and Katie like responded, and the way they were interacting with us. It, it all felt really natural. It felt good, and then it just and now it just it ended up turning into just four people talking. <laughs> it was an absolute blast. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> we don't want to take up too much more time. We just want to get right to the interview, so you guys can can listen to that one. So uh, without further ado, I mean, what do you how do you how do you even announce him? He's got so many names. Yeah, and um, you know, I think I think I tried to cover it in, in, <laughs> in, in the intro, but we can we can try it again. It's Mister PPV. The whole effing show, Mr. Monday Night. Uh, you know, what, he's got so many, so he many was, names. For a while, he was Mr. Money in the Bank. Mr. Money in the Bank, Mr. 420. Like, <laughs> I mean. Whatever you want to call him, though, you can now call him Mr. HOF, Mr. Hall of Famer. Man, again, so excited for this one. So let's just get right to the interview in five. Four, three, two. Ladies and gentlemen, it is that time. We have been talking about this for weeks. We are here live with Rob Van Dam, Mr. Monday Night, the whole effing show, Mr. PPV. So many names, and his lovely new wife, Katie hey. Forbes. Uh, first of all, congratulations on uh, being newlyweds. That is awesome. Thank, Thank you. you. Um, and also, let's just jump right into it. Congratulations, the new inductee into the WWE Hall of Fame. Thank you very much. Uh, well deserved, in my opinion. That ring yeah. looks really good on you, man. What's this head? Yes. That looks nice. That is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that is nice. Yeah, so, congratulations, well deserved. Um, so, how was your experience with that? Um, you know, doing the the whole ceremony and stuff. How how was that? Uh, it was an awesome experience, you know, nothing but positive energy. It was, uh, it was really great to be there, uh, but not feel so much like I'm at work. You know what I mean? 
Um, Cause you know, I was, I, I've been there, you know, before when I was feeling burnt out and just being, you know, walking around and just being in gorilla right before you walk out, you know, that's one of the more stressful parts of my day, you know, back in the day. And, and so, um, you know, I have made, made it a ninja practice to avoid stress at all costs. So I'm very aware of, of my uh, vibrations. And when I was there, it was like, okay, you know, this is a very familiar surrounding. I'm like, but it's really cool. We're here to celebrate. And the only way to put pressure on was to uh, have like a, a big speech written out and be worried about, you know, getting that right. So I didn't do that. I just said, screw it. I'm just going to go out there and speak from the heart. That way I got nothing. And, and really the only fallback on that is just that you can't thank everybody, you know, mm -hmm. and everybody wants you to. And that's part of the thing, you know, that going into it, everyone's, but um, it was it was just awesome. And, you know, it was great seeing everybody. Um, it was a really, really cool event with nothing but positive energy. I loved uh, being able to see Vince, you know, like uh, um, he's, you know, the most important person that I know, you know, he's, uh, so um, it was great to be able to cut up with him, give him some RVD rolling papers. <laughs> <laughs> it was really cool. On top of that, you know, let's just get right into some of the other questions that we did have, though, because, um, you know, we don't want to take up too much of your time. We know you guys are super, super busy, so we definitely appreciate you guys sitting down with us for a little bit. Um, but, you know, let's let's talk about a little bit about the, the Hall of Fame career that you had. And I, I know AJ had a question for you on one of the biggest moments. Yeah, so um, I remember watching all of this live. Uh, it was actually one of my favorite times because uh, I've, I've been a huge fan since, like, I stumbled across ECW on a late Saturday night uh, in La Crosse, Wisconsin. I think I was probably a freshman or sophomore in high school, and I'm just flipping through channels, and I get to like this no-name channel. It was, it was channel 50 on our cable, and uh, um, I see wrestling, and I'm like, "What is this? Oh, they're breaking tables and beating each other with chairs and kendo sticks. I'm, I'm gonna watch this." Um, Same. So, so, yeah. then, uh, so then, right. uh, naturally, I see I see you, and I start following your career, and you get to you know, WWE, you win Money in the Bank, and I believe you were the first person to win it and call, I'm going to wrestle you on this date, and actually win that match against John Cena. Um, but my question is, that was Hammerstein Ballroom, correct? Mm-hmm. There was just kind of this energy that night, and, you know, there's the... the the picture of the infamous sign of Cena wins, we riot. Now, I've kind of always believed that the Hammerstein Ballroom was like ECW home away from home. Like, Philly was the home. Hammerstein was like their vacation spot. Like, what was the atmosphere that like? Do you think like if Cena would have won, would they have really have rioted and just, I mean, kind of, he throwing his shirt and then throwing it back multiple times? Like, <laughs> it seemed like a really ruckus crowd. Can you kind of like, Describe what you remember from that night. Yeah, I think if Cena would have won, that everybody would have picked up their chairs and thrown them towards yeah. the ring, <laughs> unless unless they were chained together. Again. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean that's that's how they express themselves. Yeah. So yeah, I don't think that was a bluff, and uh, that energy in that room was a once in a lifetime experience. There's no way to describe it in a way that anybody can really understand the people that were there could feel the energy yeah. even though they didn't have my perspective what was so cool for me about all of that 
was uh, the journey that led to that. And this was the, man, this was, this was the pinnacle. This was the moment, you know, like I, I had, besides all the years that we put into ECW and tried to grow that brand so that we didn't have to leave. We wanted, you know, if it could have got, if ECW had sustainability and we could have made the same living there as, as going anywhere else, I wouldn't have left. You know, I, I very, um, I yeah, I publicly was turning down offers because my heart was there. I thought that was my best showcasing. And I thought the product was the coolest. Just like you said, I was, you know, Sabu had talked about it. He was already there telling me that he was trying to, uh, it was the Paul was supposed to be calling me soon to, to bring me in or whatever. And then same thing. I saw it on TV. I was like, Whoa, what the hell? <laughs> the fireball went out to the crowd and lit the crowd on fire. And everyone, I was just like, this had, it had a car crash appeal. It was like, you didn't have to be a wrestling fan in order to enjoy that and experience that, you know, to be like, Whoa, this is awesome. So I would have been happiest staying there so then to go to wwe and have them do the alliance angle where i was representing ecw like that was so awesome for me because i knew they could reinvent me erase my past i didn't know what they were going to do till day one so that was hit me by surprise and i was so happy it was going to add depth to my lifelong efforts in my whole career instead of repl replacing it so that was great when i had the hardcore title that was great um and then you know i went to vince with the idea of doing the ecw uh one night stand and uh and then you know he liked that and that was a big build you know uh recruiting talent looking at trying to turn trying to turn down ideas that were horrible you know and, and paul would be the guy in the office saying there's there's seven things they want to do that are ridiculous. <laughs> I think I can get four of them ixnayed. We didn't say ixnay, but whatever. Um, <laughs> Who says it's ixnayed? Ever? <laughs> Apparently me. <laughs> Can't come up with a word, but um, now it's gonna be cool to say ixnay. Yeah. yeah. Ixnay. <laughs> <laughs> the, the word probably was kiboshed, you know, yeah. back then. Yeah. Um, but anyway, to be at that night of one night and not to mention it finally coming together and me being injured not being able to wrestle like oh are you kidding me and so but then the build continues and the, and the passion never dies you know so there we are one night stand two and everybody in that crowd um was a hundred percent into the into into me and in my story but they've also invested all of their passion just like i had into that extreme style so that match that whole night was for all of the ecw fans the ecw wrestlers anybody that shared that energy so for that uh to to go up against uh what cena stood for which was the traditional uh wwe the everybody was 100 percent against that and they wanted everybody to know they wanted Vince to know that they preferred this mm -hmm. and so it was just an incredible amount of support um and Cena knew that he was going to be highly unfavored 
I'm not sure he could have, anybody could have really predicted it would have been that strong of, uh, of energy. But, um, and I've seen Cena booed before. First time was in Wales. Um, you know, the people booed him like a heel, and I saw him get on the mic and do a promo and turn them around by thanking them for reacting and voicing their opinion, having a good time, and all of a sudden they loved him. Yeah. I was like, man, he's good. <laughs> um, but uh, this was, like I said, a once-in-a-lifetime experience. So um, I didn't allow myself to believe that uh, that the night was going to go as I wanted it to until the very, very end, you know, which is actually hitting the five-star frog splash. I mean, not even when I'm getting ready to jump up there, I'm still thinking, okay, now I'm going to fall, right? I'm going to go up there and I'm going to slip because everything was so perfect, you know, and not till I actually, bam, hit it. And I was like, whoa, this is really happening. And a few minutes later, I'm holding up that championship for, for all of us. Pretty awesome. Um, I do gonna say I love your reaction to like so Edge, you know, he hits the spear, he takes a helmet off, everyone, thank you, Edge, thank you, Edge, and you climb up the top rope and you're just like no. and then you just shrug your shoulders, five star, one, two, three, and new. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Yeah. Now I remember you know, from a from a particular perspective of my ego at that point i remember wishing that edge wasn't part of it yeah you know um but when i look back at it now that's you know that i don't agree like with the same feeling i had then Mm -hmm. but but that was more related to them them meaning you know wwe uh trying to make ecw not authentic by having nine ECW guys there. Yeah. I really had issues with the fact there was SmackDown guys up there, you know, because I was just so proud of ECW. I wanted to prove to Vince if he just gave us one night and uh, and let us just us that wanted to just have our own show, it'd be a huge success. And I remember that's where my mind was. So so I looked at every little thing that was uh, in addition to what an ECW show would be as a um, a compromise, you know. Mm-hmm. But but yeah. Looking back, you know, thanks, Edge. <laughs> <laughs> well, that had to be one of the most ridiculous five-star frog splashes I had ever seen at that point because you could just see everybody standing on their feet. You could even just, as we talk about it, like I kind of feel like, you, you know, you kind of get transferred back there a little bit. Just Even just having the memory of watching it through the, the TV screen, I can't even imagine what it was like there. So I don't know yeah. how you do that too, man. Like the way you just turn your body in midair. Like, yeah. it, it always blows my mind. It's all about energy. Yeah. You, we're, all, we're, all, we're all just a bunch of uh, moving dots, you know, held <laughs> together. Hey, but uh, something that I'm sure you guys wouldn't think about, it's worth pointing out. And, and you know, when I'm picturing that five-star frog splash, the ECW ring, uh, it, that was my preferred ring, right? It, it was um, two feet smaller than the WWE ring. And the ropes were steel cable, whereas WWE uses actually nylon rope. Mm-hmm. So you get that steel cable and you tighten it up on the turnbuckle so it's so tight. I actually was able to get more spring, you know, off of those uh, those steel cables. And then uh, I had to learn um, 
with WWE, you know, how to really uh, adjust to, to the rope. So I feel like, uh, I mean, I did all right, <laughs> but, I, but I feel like, uh, you know, it was, I preferred getting that, that bounce for the five-star frog splash. So that was that night at uh, One Night Stand 2. I'd been in a WWE ring for quite a while, so that, that was cool to return to my, you know, preferred springboard. Now, guys that don't use the top rope, the bigger guys, they always preferred rope because they thought the steel cable hurt when they hit it. Oh, yeah. And it does until you get conditioned to it. Even the ropes hurt when you first start out. Um, I, I had bruises. You on know, everybody does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's crazy, though, too, that they actually went even back that authentic and actually broke out that, that style of ring, though, too, for yep. that. That definitely is something that I never really noticed, so that's that's yeah. awesome to actually hear that, too. Now I'm definitely going to be looking for that a little bit more. <laughs> yeah. That's maybe... Is that, is that why it was so extra effortless then for you to be able to do those Van Terminators when you were... It was never effortless. Don't, I mean... <laughs> you made it look like it was, you know. Each, each time I do that, I, you, know, I'm, you know, I'm looking up and thinking about where I want the, the, the art, the peak of my jump to be, you know, to make it. And I'm like, all right, let's go for it. You know, I, it looks really far, but I usually make it. So I'll you know, swing my arms, get everything going. Um, but... Uh, the first, like, we did a run in the first time. Um, I think it might have been the first night, maybe in WWE, possibly, when uh, ECW was um, coming in to represent the Alliance. Uh, I think it was the first day, but some, you know, someone had suggested that I go down there and try out the ropes or whatever and feel it. For some reason, I didn't want to do it. You know, I don't know. I've, it's just uh, for whatever reason, you know, <laughs> um, I could talk about that for a while. But anyway, um, I did a Van Terminator to Kane, like at the end of like a big run and stuff. And I remember I was surprised that he was in, like an extra two or three feet further than I thought he would be. And, and, I, and, I, and I remember, um, you know, it was a combination of the rope and the ring being bigger. Um, but I remember, you know, thinking, you know, maybe I should have got in here earlier, um, you know, because I didn't quite make it with um, as much of the ability to uh, extend my legs into his face as I would have liked. <laughs> so, you know, speaking of Kane, I, I just have to ask this, though. How, how awesome is it that you guys both go into the Hall of Fame in the same year? Super awesome. I mean, yeah. that, you guys are a great tag team together. Yeah, people really uh, bring that up a lot. They, they enjoyed that. And. It was cool um, seeing the what they did, the package, his, his with his story uh, on the screen, and uh, what a cool character. Uh, <laughs> but also, what a cool guy. He's. I always tell Katie, and I did yesterday in front of him too. I was like, he's the one guy that, as long as he's been here, somehow it never like he never broke his cool character. Like most people, it changes them. And it never, it, he seems so cool. You know, he was like, well, you too. I'm like, dude, no, you've been here way longer than me. You know, everyone knows I'm cool. <laughs> but, he's a, but he's such a great guy. I mean, even the guys that are really cool guys, I mean, if they've been there that long, they're a different kind of cool. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to adjust to how things work there. So I, I kind of wanted to switch gears a little bit. Um, you know, I, I want to talk uh, a little bit about your documentary, Headstrong. Um, I, I very much appreciated that one. I thought it was amazing. I ended up watching cool. it right away when it came out. Um, and, you know, it actually was one of those things that made me really think about, you know, kind of the risks that you were taking back then in those days in ECW. Um, you know, you in other interviews, you've always said that you kind of always worked that harder style. You've always been stiffer than a lot of people, and that's just because of how you were trained. 
Um, you know, I, I have heard that a few times. You know, we, we know Shane Hills and stuff. He trains a lot of the guys around here, and that's his same uh, kind of way of thinking is if I'm stiff with you when you're learning, then that means you're going to be able to take anybody else's best shot too. Um, so that being said, you know, when you started, um, you know, in Headstrong, you're, you're going through, you're doing the documentary, you're doing your stand-up comedy, and, and you start to see, uh, you know, some of those side effects, some of those issues from, from some of those bumps and bruises you took along the way back in ECW. Um, you know, what was kind of going through your head, I mean, I, I guess it always is one of those things where you, you've always been taught to just work through it, you know, and you always, if you have a booking, you want to keep it. Um, but, you know, at, at a certain point, you know, it kind of seemed like it got to be a little bit too much. Um, I guess, you know, right now, how is RVD? You know, how, how, is, how is the condition, you know, because there were a lot of touch and go points in that. It was, there were times where, you know, as, as somebody watching, somebody as a fan you cried, who cares you? about you. It, Did you cry? It's, it's terrifying, man. It, it really I is. I cried I mean, in the it's, documentary. It's okay. so scary. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to, to think yeah. about that, you know, and then to kind of see where you guys are now, especially, you know, after all the, all the awesome things that have been happening and all, all the positive vibes and good energy around you guys. And, mm -hmm. yeah. um, so I, I guess, you know, as far as that goes, you know, do you, do you think that really had an effect on, on kind of where you've ended up now? Or, you know, did you have to go through that kind of stuff to be, be where you are right now? Um, I, that kind of stuff, as far as, uh, you know, there's a point in the movie where I talk about um, recently being depressed, having, you know, dad died, dog died, you know, the marriage crumbling. I looked at it as a failure at the time. Now I'm so glad, you know, I look at it as... Um, you know, yes, that all got me where I'm at right now. And that's, yeah. you know, but as far as uh, the concussions, uh, not so much. I don't think that I necessarily had to get all those concussions to be where, <laughs> where I'm at. <laughs> but um, that, that was my expression as an artist, you know, part of, I guess, what I enjoyed about wrestling, just like what I enjoyed about kickboxing or fighting or whatever, that, that part of me, I enjoyed, um, you know, thinking that I was tough and, um, and, and showing what I could endure. And then, you know, found out I was pretty tough and I could endure a lot, you know, you know, that was like, one of my uh, show-off points. So I loved that about ECW, that balls would whack me with that chair. And, 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 and yeah, and I, I knew I was going to be loopy for a couple seconds, and I just thought that was part of the job, you know. Um, so it, it was that work style that, that built that re the relationship and there's part of the respect that the fans uh, have for me, obviously. So you could always take that angle, you know. Um, but, uh, you know, what, what I show in Headstrong, which is on Amazon, you know, on Amazon or Amazon Prime, whatever, um, I learned a lot more than I ever wanted to about concussions, you know, um, but it's a, it's a subject that needs a lot of exploring and, a, yeah, and a lot of awareness to it. So I didn't want to, I didn't want to expose uh, I had double vision, and it was just from one particular bump, according to the doctor. The neurologist says, you know, this is just nothing else has. And he also, uh, when he cleared me, he said that if I had uh, a concussion in the future, it would have nothing to do with this one. Now, I've always thought that way. That confirms what I think. 
which is inconsistent with the popular theory that the more concussions you have, the easier it is for you to get them. I never felt that way. The neurologist, um, from his, you know, what he told me, that, uh, that no, they, you know, they stand on their own. Um, but just this one simple one gave me a double vision. I never had symptoms last longer than a matter of hours uh, before this. And this one, I, I wasn't shaking it off. And I was, you know, it was all caught on camera just because the universe had, you know, had that particularly, I mean, we happened to be shooting a documentary that was unrelated. So I had serious thoughts about exposing uh, that vulnerability, you know, because it would be a serious uh, detriment to my my character's um, indestructibility, you know. The, the business and life, too, is all about image, you know. I mean, not all about, but, the, but, but definitely the business is, you know. An image has a lot to do with life. But, you know, people, the way they saw me, everyone, everyone always told me they thought I was made of rubber. I wouldn't tell people if I was hurt, you know, if I blew a knee out, if I could uh, fake limping just till I get the car to the car and get out of here, I'll be better by tomorrow, you know, I'll ice it up, walk it off. Um, and so I was like, man, I, the last thing I want is for the rest of my life, people <laughs> coming up to me saying, hey, are you feeling all right? I've always hated that question. When I've always hated when people say, well, I hope you feel better. I, they mean well, but for some reason my ego says, well, of course I'm going to feel better. I mean, what, I'm going to fucking die? You know? <laughs> and so it put me in a, in a uh, position where you know I had to really consider, but after the movie came out, I was so glad and still am uh, to know that it really helped a lot of people, and uh, and I didn't expect that. People telling me that it helped them uh, just to see me. Where are you going? Are you getting me coffee? I love you. Um, <laughs> um, just you know, people told me that just seeing me overcome adversity used to still be the whole effing show, and and also them had concussions and they didn't want to talk about it or depression like so many people could relate to me through this movie and I helped them that that kind of became like a new uh, priority for me you know which nice. led into the energy I put into my CBD company same kind of energy people you know talking about thank you so much you know you've helped me when uh, I tried other shit it didn't work so um, it's it's rewarding in that way, and uh, and I'm fine. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> you know, I that we started filming that movie in 2016, so I'm five years older. You know, so my vision has always been bad. You know, I've worn glasses since I'm like two years old, and um, you know, I, I still can't. I can barely see my cell phone, um, but I don't know how how much of that uh, I can just blame on on age or on my. Uh, prescription, uh, you know, but the, the double vision, I went to uh, vision therapy for, um, I think it was the better part of two years. Um, and then, you know, and the whole time, nobody knows anything about concussions. The, not all the therapists, the, the, the neurologists couldn't answer any questions like, how long is this going to last? I don't know. You think I'm, it'll be gone one day though? Yeah, I think so. We, weeks, years, right. could be either. I'm like, you're telling me this could last for years and then one day I just could be better? And they said, yeah, that could happen. So I really thought, you know what, we need to do a lot more research into this, you know. And, of course, I've lost a lot of my uh, peers uh, through what has been called consequences of 
the uh, of concussions, you know, through the uh, uh, the um, <coughs> CTE, depression, you know, suicide. <laughs> a lot of my uh, fellow wrestlers have decided to <laughs> hang themselves or overdose or shoot themselves or whatever. <coughs> hey. You're interrupting my... <laughs> <You're right laughs> and, so, <laughs> yeah. and so I thought, you know, this, you know, what I can do to, to help in that area, um, I'm into it. That's a good place to invest my energy. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, clearly, like, concussion protocol, not just in wrestling, but, like, every sport has kind of been a, a key factor and have been blowing up over the last, I don't know, how many years? I mean, you see yeah, different uh, helmets getting made and yeah. certain stuff like that. A lot of that's because of Chris Nowinski, man. I'm yep. prou- proud to know him. Yep. He's, you know, he's, he's like a hero to me. So, <laughs> and he helped me through all of this. And he's in headstrong, yeah, you know. Nice. Um, since he started um, talking to me about what he was doing up in Boston at the Brain Bank, you know, which I think was around the time that they looked at Chris Benoit's brain or or shortly before that maybe. But that was really when people started talking about, you know, CTE and wrestling. And it got a lot of pushback. It got a lot of pushback, you know, and it still it still gets pushback, you know, there's there's always gonna be opposing views on, on everything but you know like i said there's not enough you know you got to talk about stuff in order to make people aware of it mm-hmm. and and then you know research and education will follow and we need to we need to learn a lot more there's there's a lot of possible things out there that could help that could help uh you know maybe it is maybe it's cannabis maybe it's stem cells you know maybe it's um light therapy whatever there's gox oxygen you know it's a combination of things but you know we should be able to uh, maybe fix this and if we can fix something with uh with the brain in the, the brain chemistry and if we can uh take you know somehow either reverse the the plaque onset or, or take it off that's not just going to help with cte it'll help with uh alzheimer's you know depression overall mm-hmm. so so it, it's a uh, an, a newer area of interest as far as like uh the last uh s- several years and definitely more so since making headstrong and you know you, you did kind of bring up uh you know your your cbd company and, and kind of some of the the things that you know we're kind of looking at maybe in the future as far as um, you know, just different developments and stuff. Um, I, I don't want to take too much time because we, we could do a whole, you know, couple hours on something like this <laughs> talking about, um, you know, the research that they're finding right now with, uh, uh, what is it, C, CDG, I believe it is? CBG. CBG. Um, yeah. So basically how, how that can actually kind of alter your mind and kind of actually um, help with some of those things, whether yeah. it be concussions or, or um, you know, again, depression, like you mentioned, or Alzheimer's, memory loss, those kind of things. So uh, definitely something that um, I'm, I'm very glad that even though it was kind of a, not the way you expected it to go when it first started, that it was able to kind of turn into something that can be so, um, you know, motivational and, and kind of actually just raise that awareness because that is definitely something that, that we need to kind of look at just, you know, not even just in the wrestling world, but just in life in general. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. but that, that was one of my favorite things. So I, I do have to say, um, so, so thank you for, for kind of allowing yourself to be that vulnerable in that spot to be able to kind of open up that dialogue. Yeah, yeah, right on. And, and you know, uh, the universe assured me I was doing the right thing with all the feedback I was getting, you know, and just such a positively charged uh, path. And, and, and so 
uh, yeah, I was reading CBG could regenerate dead brain tissue. And CBG wow. is kind of like a stem cell in the fact that um, it's a precursor. It can become CBD or THC, both of which have shown, you know, um, phenomenal results for, for helping with the brain. So, you know, I've always thought it was really immoral to, to keep this away from people. But because yeah. it's always been illegal to... Uh, to have marijuana, we've never studied it, you know, s since like the 30s, we haven't been allowed to study it, yeah, so it's it kind of, yeah, so now that all that's changing, we're learning more about it, mm -hmm. and we're going to learn that it can help with so many things, and that's why it's it's the no-no plant, because it can replace so many big businesses, alcohol and tobacco mm -hmm. and pharmaceuticals and fuel and, you know, cotton and wood, I mean, so many things, and um, so... Um, it's a you know, natural plant that grows in the ground. Yeah, yeah. But so, so one thing that's interesting that's happened, so that led me into RVD CBD, and, um, which you can find at rvdcbd.com. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Uh, this is Hall of Fame Month. Mention uh, HOF. 2021 for a 21% discount. Don't mention, I put it in the code or whatever. <laughs> HOF 2021. <laughs> Whisper it to your computer. Yeah. <laughs> but what I wanted to point out was that by doing, uh, by uh, getting into uh, this whole new venture, um, I have uh, like found myself back into, uh, back invested into like a whole society that's that 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 um not that i was disconnected from but everyone everyone in the industry of advocating cannabis is like so happy to to see me you know there in my efforts much like i was describing the passion with the ecw style mm -hmm. and you know, how all those people are around me so now now that i'm doing this i feel like the industry you know is so glad that i use my spotlight my profile you know to uh to grow that grow that concern <laughs> grow <Thank you. laughs> so uh speaking about documentaries you know you did headstrong and now we have still here with eric beach and ben mccoy um tell us tell us a little bit about how you got involved with that um it started with a phone call um we have a mutual friend in uh tim abel who's a uh movie star extraordinaire and um i've worked with him on a few projects and uh he put me in touch with him you know and said i think you know you might be interested in uh this guy's project or whatever and um you know i talked to uh, ben and to eric and when they were describing his journey um you know it was it it intrigued me um you know, I, I like docu. I love documentaries. You know, and I, I liked the idea of uh, of moving on to another documentary, and in uh, in especially one that was done really well. And man, his story of of Ben, you know, first off being a a, a vet and making it back, you know, from Afghanistan, you know, that already uh, should uh, draw certain feelings you know from from the heart but um you know the dummy got his face blown off and he's laying there like you know like a death's doorway and his friends with ptsd are killing themselves an alarming amount of them and you know he's at that crossroads and and he's you know he could go down that path he could what's he going to do you know and uh he decides he's going to live and live like 
like he's never lived before. Mm-hmm. Follow his dreams, you know. Fuck, I'm gonna be a professional wrestler, and I'm gonna, um, you know, I'm gonna live that dream, then go down that path. And, and why not? You know, we all, we all only have one chance at life, yeah. but sometimes you have to almost die to realize it. You know, and so, uh, boom, you know, this leads to him wrestling uh, the greatest wrestler of all time, <laughs> RVD. Um, I, you know, I like everything, uh, everything about that story. And, and of course, this is, uh, this is all to raise awareness, but also funds for um, his charities that help with the uh, soldiers, the vets, uh, you know, and preventing suicide and uh, helping uh, get them whatever they need. You know, he's obviously the qualified person to to be in charge of that and know their needs and, uh, you know, to stop soldiers from killing themselves. and um, anything else, I and mean, we talked a little bit about the therapies, you know, for PTSD and mm-hmm. considered, you know, what, what I thought about cannabis and all that. But that's, you know, that's, uh, that's something that I'm, I'm happy to be uh, investing my, my time and energy into. So this is another, uh, another project the universe brought to me that's just full of nothing but good energy. Mm-hmm. Nice. Speaking of, you know, the universe kind of working in mysterious ways, you know, we, we had this show planned... Uh, you know, um, Frontline Pro Honorbound. We we had the show planned for you know two years ago. April, our April show in 2019 is when we announced yeah. that you were going to be coming in, and and then you have you know five weeks before we have that show, you have Ben you know breaking his leg, and you know at that point everything was up in the air. We didn't even know if it was ever going to happen again. We at that point. Um, you know, we had to kind of take stock and kind of figure out. You know, do we even run a show? Do we do we run a show without? You know, without you being here, you know, with that that kind of that timing, and we ended up deciding, you know what, let's go for it because you know people are going to just appreciate the fact that we're still pushing through with it, and we're going to make this work when we can make this work. We booked the show, we rebooked the show in in a month, and it actually turned out just as good, if not better, than we thought. We Mm -hmm. were so worried, and then everybody showed up, and we're just so thankful that we had it. You know, fast forward after after all of that happening, after you know the pandemic happening for a year, and and here we are now, you know just right here on the doorstep of, of having this show. Um, you know, uh, this definitely proved to me that sometimes the universe puts you where you need to be, um, gives you those opportunities. You know, we get to sit down and, and talk to you guys and, you know, you just became a WWE Hall of Famer. We get to, you know, kind of have one of the biggest, I guess, like kind of weeks around that same time together. And it's it's been awesome for me. Um, it's a lot going on in April, and not yeah. only mm-hmm. and not only April, but 2021. I recognize the energy shift, like right at the uh-huh. right at the first of the year. Yeah. I've been telling everybody, like, man, can you feel it? You know, mm-hmm. like tune in if you can, because there's so much good coming, and it's re- it's a rewarding kind of good mm-hmm. for um, a lot of you know um, sacrificing. You know, uh, you know everybody lost something during the pandemic you know some things some ones um you know life was changed uh, even people that were thriving you know that you know that balances it by some stuff that they lost as well so right. anyway it's yeah there's there's so much so much good so yeah this you know uh this is happening here in april and uh um, it's WrestleMania, um, you know, the Hall of Fame thing I didn't even know about. But, um, yeah, I, there's we've been filming uh, different projects. Oh, yeah, I have a, a, a movie that, that, that's out. Like, it's either out or – I think it's out. I think it just came out, Assault on uh, 
Assault was <laughs> my movie I did. Um, it has Michael J. White and uh, Sean Patrick. Uh, um, Let me look it Flannery. up. Sean Patrick Flannery. Yes. A lot, <laughs> yeah. Why yeah. do yeah. 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 Nice. Um, I don't remember. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, assault, but it's it's a, it's Assault on V thirty eight or something. I think it's okay. called. It's okay. it's a. Uh, yeah. so it's you guys. It, is, does V thirty eight sound like a a veterans? Uh, Kind of, it's a veterans thing. V thirty three, but okay. does the V is that a thing? Like the veterans it have? Like it. <laughs> okay, because so. it's in a, it's in a, it's like Die Hard at a uh, a veterans uh, clinic, you know, oh, like okay. a hospital. Assault, uh, assault on VA thirty three. VA thirty three. Oh, yeah, so oh yeah, I could have had a VA. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, it's just it's it's been a crazy two years with you know with Ben breaking his leg, COVID. You know, the show getting put off, and now we're here. I mean, like you said, WrestleMania season, Hall of Fame, Honor Bound is tomorrow. Also, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but Katie, I believe your your debut <coughs> would have been uh, with Impact Wrestling was two years ago, April 4th. Mm-hmm. Rob, yep. April 4th, 1998, was when you first won the ECW Television Championship. Oh, happy anniversary! <laughs> oh my God, that's Ezra's birthday. That's my Wait. nephew's birthday too, nice. and it's a special day for all of us. That's so cool. I, I, I was doing my research and I, I saw that, and I was like, that just feels so full circle to kind of have it wow. on that same weekend cool. and kind of be able to see those. I have to so. tell yeah. Candace that. Lots that's of full cool. circles. It's always so. Cool it's amazing. That, yeah. So. Yeah, and cool. he got his Hall of Fame. Well, he got inducted into the Hall of Fame the same day that he and I met. Just like five years prior. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Yeah, so I was like, April 1st is good to you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That whole month. Yeah, yeah. April May is it's because it's 420. Like, it's know. his month to celebrate all month. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I'm... It's yours, baby. As a matter, as a matter of fact, um, hopefully, one of the really good things will be RVD, CBD, expanding into other cannabinoids, specifically weed. Hey! Our, yeah. <laughs> um, I have... I'm waiting for this uh, contract to materialize as but that uh, you know that's that, when it comes to the cannabinoid um, uh, formulas let's say for lack of a better word coming in my head you know where, when where it's legal sometimes uh, you know 50 50 THC CBD is the best thing for a particular pain you know or or anything else too so or you know terpenes are great but anyway I'm expanding into all of that and I have a lot of that going on and a lot of that hopefully will be coming through in April May too in May um, uh, the uh, WWE icon show with RVDs coming now. Also, watch for a Vice special that they did. Oh, they're doing one night too. We already filmed it, man. Nice. It was really good. They followed me around for about three days um, in Vegas, uh, interviewing cool. me yeah, at home in my gym, and um, a lot of the same stuff or similar stuff that that I did for Icon. Both of those are going to be awesome and uh the vice uh, is is doing their, their show is not just on me it's on marijuana and sports okay. i had a documentary project on that years ago that just got pushed off my my front plate you know it's never like really died but uh with the timing of it it's not as relevant you know so but you know i when they approached me about that i was like oh fuck yeah i talked to them for an hour <laughs> yeah <laughs> 
So you kind of already like jumped into it, but uh, the next question was going to be, you know, after this weekend, after Honorbaum. Well, let's 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 talk about that really quick because I did have one more thing I kind of oh, okay, bring up about that. Oh, I do too. Virtual basement video game that that's uh, coming out, which is uh, awesome. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I, I've been hearing about that in other interviews. Yeah, like, recently. that's coming out. Yeah. Um, one of the things about tomorrow, though, that I know we've all been really, really excited for is the fact that, you know, we're going to be bringing in Bill Alfonso. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, that's why you dress like him. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, I, can't, I, can't, I can't have the whistle, though. <laughs> I'm going to have one. Are he you? has a pink whistle made for me, and he got an outfit really? made for me. That's yeah, awesome. a pink whistle. That, you know, Not a whistle. I don't know. Not a whistle. <laughs> if you're wondering, that never bothered me. <laughs> Are you gonna blow it? Yeah. Yeah. It'd be some, awesome. Some I'll be twerking and blowing it. <laughs> Sounds bad. Family show. Family show. <laughs> I think that might be the first time we ever see someone twerking to a whistle. Beat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. First time yeah. Everything. First time everything. Fans sometimes say that that drove them nuts. And how could you stand that? You know, I loved watching you wrestle, but I couldn't take that. It never bothered me. <laughs> well, unless it was right in my ear. Once oh, in a yeah, while, he'd yeah. surprise me and make me jerk my head up. Like, Good. One time I was laying on my back. I uh, rolled under. I rolled under the bottom rope. I was laying on my back, <sighs> catching a breath, and he poured water in my mouth. And <laughs> he almost drowned me in the middle of my match when I was already blown up. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, that's really cool that Bill Alfonso's going to be yeah, let's here. Hope, let's hope that doesn't happen tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no pouring water in your mouth when you're trying to catch your breath. Looking forward to seeing him, though. Yeah, awesome. um, but yeah, so uh, we'll kind of wrap things up here and just, you kind of already dabbled into it a little bit, but after after Honor Bound tomorrow, after everything, what is in the future for Rob Van Dam? I know you talked a little bit about your RVD CBD and you know, a couple of TV shows and stuff. Uh, video game is there other stuff that you're ready to talk about or just well there's man there's there, there, there's so much going on um i uh recently signed a wwe nostalgia agreement Woo! yeah so they will be uh, looking to uh, put out uh you know, the merchandise now that they have, uh, now that we share the rights to my intellectual property, you know, okay. that's, how that, that's how that works. But um, there's going to be a uh, wrestling, uh, an RVD, uh, what do you call the, the mini? The, um, oh, the Funko Pops? No. The action figure? Like. Um, hold on. Um, mini Brawler? Micro oh, Brawler. Oh, oh, micro micro, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that coming out. <laughs> and it, um, uh, I just got one uh, the other day because I get the WrestleCrate thing, and it was the. Uh, it was Kevin Nash, but like with the shredder, like the super shredder yep. outfit on. So that was kind of cool. Yeah, you'll you'll get the RVD one coming up. Oh hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but you know, I, I I've I'm talking to somebody about um, about doing the autobiography, but it's not fast talks, you know. And I've been talking about that mm -hmm. forever. Sometimes people ask, like, you know, like, would you consider doing an autobiography? Hundred percent. The only way that I don't. Is if um, I don't get if I die first. Otherwise, that's definitely always been important to me, and um, because it's so important, it's never felt like the exact right time to do it yet. Yeah. And there's so much. I mean, I've learned by looking into it. Like I love to write, and I'm a really good writer. Will I do it though? 
probably not. It'll probably never get done if it's up to me writing it. You know, do I want a ghostwriter? Do I want a co-writer? Do I really want to do that? Or, you know, uh, do I want a book agent? I've had meetings, you know, with them. And there's there's all kinds of stuff to consider besides, you know, do you go through a, an actual publisher, a big publisher, or an indie, you know, now everyone can post their own. And, but it's a project that's important to me. But hopefully, I hopefully this year, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll get around to put some energy into that. Nice. You know, yeah. Nice. Um, I'm always trying to be less busy. <laughs> I'm always a little bit busier than uh, than I want to be, and that's something too that I've always always been saying. Hey, but before before we cut off, um, I kind of wanted to get uh, maybe some final thoughts from both of you on your matches tomorrow. Obviously, you against Ben McCoy and you and yeah. the Fanny Pack Kid Cal. We don't want to jip the Katie Forbes fans. We know they tuned in. <laughs> you're right. So you're right. Um, yes, you you and the Fanny Pack Kid Cal yeah. versus um, Georgia Avalon and Sierra. Mm -hmm. Tell us tell us a couple of your thoughts about that match. I'm excited for it because I love Wisconsin because Wisconsin loves me. These are my people. Like I've been wrestling here. Um, since my first match, um, my first paid match, Dave Piero found me on Instagram and believed in me. Shout out to Dave. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. And then I came up for the uh, Blizzard Brawl where I met you. And um, Cal was like a little kid then. Yeah, like he was like, for the after party, he was like pushing the cart of alcohol. <laughs> he was like a little kid. I'm like, why is a kid delivering the alcohol? <laughs> so it's funny that I'm going to be a tag partner with him now, yeah. like that he's a grown man. <clears throat> a grown up now. I keep hearing him calling you Mama Bear though too, which is yeah, <laughs> yeah. Shows how far you guys go? Because he was so, yeah, because he was such a baby. I called him Baby Bear. Yeah, yeah. We're on our last thing here. Yeah, so it's exciting to see the same uh, like familiar faces because the fans here are so good and nice, and the parties are always lit in Wisconsin. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> we're we're definitely going to have a nice after party tomorrow night. We got karaoke. Hey, I already have my songs picked out because I sing to Rob all the time in the car. <laughs> <laughs> so this is my chance to Touch. have a, a microphone and to let everyone hear that side of me. You guys say Sure. Right. It was well, bad. People always want me, like, Rob's the first person that didn't ask me to stop singing when I sing. He said it makes him feel good. Like, well, that was like the first date when I was singing it said it made it feel good yeah so I was like wow it like, must be like true when, love it's like when Barbie's barking I can't yeah. yell at her because it makes her so happy a <laughs> <laughs> little, little puppy she true. barks and she barks it makes her get all the way up on her back legs and she yeah. stands just from barking like a toy and I'm like no, I can't yell at <laughs> so her so cute but yeah I'll, I'll probably sing or rap oh nice tomorrow. oh well definitely I know last yeah. time we had we had, uh, <laughs> we had a couple of rap offs and stuff uh, maybe we'll but, get some people up there and do some Pantera for you Rob and maybe it's worth <laughs> contest so ladies come out and bring your a game ladies and gentlemen bring your a game this big boy can twerk um so yeah um well thank you uh for, for your thoughts on that rob you got anything with uh for you and ben tomorrow um dude you know uh this has been in the making like you've mentioned it for like two years and I've gone through some different cycles you know like uh, there was a point not too long ago where I was like you know man uh, I, you know I, I haven't had a match in September you know so a few months ago it been it been a few months and I you know I took the booking like so long ago so there's a point where I was like kind of like man I wouldn't mind if this show does get canceled you know <laughs> what I mean like and, and then other stuff comes up um, but right now 
I haven't had a match since September. I'm looking forward to getting in the ring. Yes. I'm feeling good. Um, you look good. Thanks, yeah. dude. Thanks, you look dude. sexy as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I want to stretch. I feel like like stretching out, you know, and I uh, feel like doing some kicks. And uh, I'm going to uh, I'm gonna be doing that, and I'm going to be having fun. I'm looking forward to uh, feeling that energy from the fans, you know. That's uh, something that... Um, you don't you don't get that everywhere you know what yeah. i mean like there's there's a there's a time and a place for everything and tomorrow night that's the time and the place for the fans to come and boom They're you know excited. exude all that energy you know and i don't even mind if they want to cheer for ben instead of cheering for rvd <laughs> i'm not i mean i might be judging them inside a little bit <laughs> But, you know, uh, I'm all right with that. He's a local uh, hero, you know, Army vet. I, yeah. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised, especially if he's, uh, if he's as good as he thinks he is. I expect the fans to, to get behind him, you know what I mean? Um, so, you know, maybe I'll kick a fan too. <laughs> do what you gotta do. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it takes. So. Awesome. Well, that's going to wrap it up for us. Katie, Rob, thank you so, so much right for on. doing this with us. Yeah, like, this where is can fun. people find you on social media? Everybody go follow me, the Katie Forbes, on social media. And for the 18 and up, onlyfans.com slash Katie Forbes. A. <laughs> J. <laughs> yeah, I'm at the real RVD everywhere. And like I said before, RVDCBD.com, uh, HOF2021, 21% off. Not only can I stand behind my product and say it is the best CBD, because I didn't just put my name on, on another, you know, I went through like the whole process of putting it together and changing it and tweaking it. Um, and now I'm getting all these all the feedback that I made all the right choices. So, nice. but, so I just want to say not only am I standing behind my CBD product saying it is the best, but also I I find that even without the discount, it's about the most reasonably priced. Because I yeah. go in a lot of dispensaries, and I'm like, wow, they're selling a lot less for a lot more here. And that makes me feel good about the product because nice. I want to get it out there, reach a lot of people, you know, help a lot of people. And that's it. That's what life's about, that exchange of energy. So, boom, let's uh, get that out. Uh, that's rvdcbd.com. Also on Instagram, same thing, <laughs> rvdcbd Instagram. The real... Or do it with me, baby. Uh, <laughs> no, we're not giving it to one, you. Two. I was joking. That was a bluff. <laughs> that was a bluff. Awesome. Well, again, thank you guys so much for the time. We definitely appreciate you guys being here. We look forward to tomorrow oh, and amazing. everything that you guys have in store for the future. So, again, thank you guys so much. Thank you. Everybody have a great day. Boom. So that was our interview with Rob Van Dam and Katie Forbes in Honestly, guys, I really hope you guys enjoyed listening to it as much as we enjoyed recording it. Yeah, I had an absolute blast, man. Like, just two really down-to-earth, cool people, you know. They, they always say never meet your heroes because they oftentimes might disappoint you. Definitely not the case with Rob Van Dam. Uh, he, he just felt so genuine and just laid back and chill and just he takes in your vibes and the energy and everything you, you could see it you know it was yeah i mean i can't i can't speak to how awesome that experience just was honestly man and you know again thank you to everybody who has been able to uh actually get us to this point um huge shout out to uh to ben and crystal from frontline pro uh, obviously without you guys this wouldn't have been a thing uh also eric beach uh from still here um thank you guys so much for uh for bringing this show to steven's point um 
and again, like, I, I don't even know where we go from here besides tomorrow, Saturday, April 3rd, 2021, Frontline Pro number 26, Honorbound, featuring new WWE Hall of Famer, Rob Van Dam. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's the show we've been waiting for. It's the show of shows. We've, it's two years in the making, and it's... You know, it's less than 24, it's about 24 hours away. Like I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to get this uh, posted and, and up uh, as fast as possible so that maybe some of you guys, even on your way to Honor Bound tomorrow, can give us a listen. Uh, we definitely hope you do because, again, there was so much cool stuff that we got to talk about. don't have your tickets about. yet, get them soon. Uh, the, the RVD uh, meet and greets, like the VIPs are sold out. Yep. Get your tickets while you can, man. You do not want to miss this. Yeah, make sure to go over to uh, Facebook. Go check out, um, you know, Frontline Pro over there. There should be an Honor Bound page. Uh, you should be able to pick up tickets through Eventbrite. I'm not sure when those are cutting off, but you do not want to risk missing this show because you will regret it for sure. Keep in mind, we are capped at 500 tickets. Uh, I believe we are already 300-something plus yep. pre-sold, so... Um, if you're just sitting and waiting and planning on getting them at the door, I don't know if that's a good idea. I would just go ahead and get them in advance just to be safe. So, again, though, thank you guys so much for sticking with us, uh, listening to our interviews, and a lot of you guys for, for supporting us. And, you know, maybe to some of you new listeners, um, go back, check out all of our stuff, hit us up on our social media pages, over on Twitter, at SmartMoney, at KLOCK7, at AJNZ81. Let us know how we did, what we could do better. We definitely want to be talking to you guys. Head over to Facebook, check out Smart Money Wrestling Podcast, check out Frontline Pro. Uh, also over on Instagram, I believe Frontline Pro 1 and uh, Smart Money Wrestling Podcast. And you can always find all of our past interviews and episodes over on SoundCloud, Smart Money Podcast. So I think that's going to wrap it up for that's us today. It, man. Um, man, let's just... Uh, on to tomorrow. I don't think there's going to be much sleep for me, but I'm okay with that. And uh, this weekend is going to be an absolute blast. So we hope to see you guys at Honorbound.